Welcome to That's So Romantical. We are two sisters that love to discuss all the romantic things from books to movies and more. We just love talking about love. Okay, so the last couple of podcasts that we recorded, we did kind of two author highlights a little bit. The cheat sheet, we weren't really planning on doing the cheat sheet, but we both read that book at the same time and we loved it. So it was kind of like an impromptu podcast. Then after that, the next one, we talked about Stephanie Garber. So we, you know, we had Sarah Adams and Stephanie Garber kind of back to back, but we focused a little bit more on Stephanie Garber with her characters, her kisses. And something that we did mention last week was that Stephanie, for her Caravel books, she cast a character that I, it shows Stephanie has a Pinterest board that she puts ideas up on. And it's really, really fun to go look at that. So if you haven't looked at it, go look at it. But she did cast one of her characters or pinned a face for one of her characters named Jax. And I happened to pin that same face on my character pin board for Jax. And so I absolutely love that we were kind of on the same plane there. We had kind of a similar idea. Um, she also talked about how her inspiration also came from a TV show that she watched. So, so my question, Amber, to you is how important or how much do you think you pull from TV shows and Pinterest? How much do you think those have an influence on casting characters when you're reading a book? That was like a really long question, <laughs> a long intro. Well, let me say this to start off. I like to have a clear, as clear as I can get, picture of my character when I'm reading a book. I was talking to my friend about this years ago. I was talking about how I try to picture them in my mind. I kind of casted this character. And she said, oh, I don't even picture them. Like, I don't cast them. I don't really create these people in my mind. Like, I don't visualize it that much. I thought, oh my gosh, how could that be? I'm all about the visualization. That's why I love it when authors give us enough detail that we can build this character in our mind or the scene or whatever it is. I think that's a good characteristic of our writing ability. We've said this before where sometimes different viewpoints don't allow us to see. Like when it's a first person, sometimes it's difficult for a first person character to you get a good picture because they don't really describe themselves very much I think it's really important for me personally to have this vision of this person in my mind and I think my mind starts to kind of build to build it but sometimes I just need a little bit of help I need to see what quite that color red looks like in the hair or what quite a certain look on a feature you know that like kind of fine-tune it in so I will I will draw upon different sources to create that version of the character that I'm casting the picture of them yeah a few years ago I, I had a friend ask me a similar question he was asking he knows I read a lot and asked if I see my as I'm reading if I see it like a movie in my mind and I was like yes absolutely doesn't everybody isn't that why you read? It's so that you have this, you're submersed into this world that is just vivid and you're a part of and you can feel it and see it. But, you know, maybe there are some people that don't read that way. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm definitely not one of those people. Like, I do love to have every, all the little details. And I think we've covered this a little bit in some of our previous podcasts. But when there's discrepancies in writing, or I don't have a clear vision. Oh my gosh, it bothers me so much. It makes me come out of the story and um, 
kind of like a snag, you know, when your your nail or you've got a hangnail, and you can feel it dragging along the, you know, your fabric or something. It's kind of like what it is for me when the scene or a character is not smooth, that there's a little wrinkle or something out of out of tune. So I think it's actually a great sign of a great writer when they can create that world that helps you visualize and get a whole picture. Right. And I think subconsciously, maybe I'm not even realizing that, but at, at some point my mind's like, I don't know what color eyes this character has. And then I can't, I'm like, I need to know what color <laughs> eyes does this character have? Do they have blue eyes, green eyes, brown eyes? Or they'll think, I don't know, does this character have blonde hair, brown hair? Little details like that because I do visualize it and I will. I'll, I'll get snagged. You got to know. Just like you, you got to know. Just yeah. like you said. And then sometimes it takes like chapters. You're like, oh, I know. So then I'll just create, I'll probably create like a default or like how the personality, how I visualize that personality kind of might make a person to look. And then they'll be like, oh, let's finally say what color eyes they have or what color hair. I'm like, well, that's not what I pictured. Yeah, and now on I just second. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, now I got to reset in my mind. So, yeah, so absolutely. I like pretty much from the start for the characters to give me a picture of who it is. You're very good at casting, casting characters. And it's one of Pinterest. my many talents that I stood in line in heaven to get. So, <laughs> I think, yes, you could be a casting, a casting director. I'm a little embarrassed to say that I actually have three Pinterest boards dedicated to novel characters and casting one of them is private for myself and then one I think I have you as a, con a contributor and then a friend and then I think I have one more as well so it's out there I admit I have three more three pictures boards so you asked me about actors I don't really use actors should I say very very popular actors oftentimes for my characters because there'll be a character for a movie and sometimes it's hard for me to disconnect from that. However, there has been times where an actor has filled in that spot pretty well for me. Um, maybe I'm really struggling to try to visualize it. And I think like, okay, this actor, this actor really fills in that spot, but typically they're usually not like an A-lister, maybe like a B-lister, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where their character isn't fully formed maybe in your mind and, and you can kind of, mold them and cast them into the the shape you need for your story yeah I don't pull from actors very often or movies actors and actresses just because I don't really actually watch a lot of tvs and movies anymore um usually what I do is I'll go onto Pinterest and I'll type in like red hair or curly hair you know brown eyes or something like that you know and it's just kind of just browse spend time browsing and I think it's just so interesting how a face will stand out to you and you'll be like, that's it. That's the character I was looking for. You know, it's like they meet all the characteristics, the qualities that you've imagined and pictured for that character and you can find it. So it's so, I think that's actually kind of fun to try. It's like a treasure hunt a little bit. It is like your mind, like it's almost instantaneous too. So you see it, like your mind's like, oh, that's the character. And then it just kind of fills in this fuzzy picture and then it becomes like this comes into focus of that character mm -hmm. that's one reason why I really do enjoy going to Pinterest and finding an actual face because I do feel like as I'm reading it and developing the character they always stay kind of fuzzy but if I can go to my Pinterest board and find a face 
then it becomes more clear in my mind and I have a better, I'm better able to picture them in my story. And so it just helps me have a little bit of a more real, more exciting reading experience that way. Right. And sometimes there's been some movies I've watched where like the main girl character, her personality might be really how she acted that personality. And she kind of not, not necessarily like fit the look of the character in the book, but the personality or the character she portrayed fits the character in this book I have. So it allows me to kind of see more of like the mannerisms and like kind of see it and merging, merging those two together. And to say for maybe some actors too, in certain scenes or things I've seen, I kind of build upon that to create this visual, my own personal movie of the books I'm reading. Okay, so I definitely have certain preferences. So I do like my guys to be tall. (laughs) If there's any kind of like hint that they're maybe short, I automatically change it. In my mind, I just change the story. They're tall. They're going to be tall. Or I actually prefer darker hair guys, which, you know, it's kind of interesting because when I met Joel, he was blonde and I was super attracted to him then, but he was bleaching his hair. He's, he's darker now. And I, I like darker hair. So sometimes if a book will say like blonde hair or red hair, you know, color, colors that I'm not usually drawn to, I'll sometimes automatically in my mind, like make it just a little bit darker. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Do you ever do that? Oh, I do. I do. But then I'll, I'll try to find someone from a memory of like an actor or a model and think that person had blonde hair and they kind of fit this look. I thought they had a good look. I get really excited when I come across like an ad or something and someone has like blonde hair, like an actor or model gentleman has blonde hair and it's appealing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to use this person. This is going to be my default blonde male character person. (laughs) I'll do that. But I'm like you, I I mean, I married what I like, tall, dark-haired, blue eyes. That's my type, and that's that's what I married. So a lot of my characters, I prefer them to be that. And they happen to be like that a lot of books. A lot of, a lot of characters are like that. I thankfully have found some really good casting people for Blonde because some books that we come across do have Blonde characters, and that's fine. I'm a Blonde myself. Hey. Yay for blondes. (laughs) I have a blonde son. Like blondes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I I, I shouldn't say that I don't like blondes. I prefer the dark haired. Um, And like you, I do have blondes on my Pinterest board that I often will go to if there's a blonde character. So I don't always, I don't always change their hair color. But yeah, I find Pinterest is the best. Movies a little bit, movies and TV shows. But how about, do you ever find people in real life that you're like oh well that person <laughs> you know the answer to that oh okay so, so you know I do. Summer, we have to tell this story this past summer I was visiting Amber in Texas and we took the kids to the pool you remember <laughs> do you remember yes. and we're sitting there and there's this like birthday party going on and there's a bunch of kids and some adults sit too. And we're, we look across and there's this like teenager sitting at a table on his phone and we're, and he just doesn't look like he fits in anywhere. And we're like, who's that kid? Like, is he here with the, he's here with the birthday party? Is he with the kids? But he was kind of an attractive kid. Like he had an arresting face and good hair and good height and stuff. And we're kind of like, Hey, he might be a good character in a book just because, you know, his, his 
characteristic, which is really appealing. Well, but- when we read books with 17 year olds, sometimes I default, like, I'm like, oh, my character is not 17. My character looks, in my mind, looks 25. Right. I kind of <laughs> like the same. I, so, so like, I'm, I need good teenage prototypes that I can stick into my stories. So I thought it was just funny that we both kind of were like, you would make a good character in a book. Yeah. We weren't creepy. We weren't creepy no. stalker women. I promise. No, we didn't talk to him. We didn't. No, we didn't. We just made notes. Like, okay, that's a good example of a probably kid that's 17 that would fit, you know, when we read our books. Sometimes I've been reading a book and where it just kind of lines up and I'll see someone, male or female, and I'll be like, oh, they look like the character in the book that I've been trying to like piece together. Serendipitous, you know, that, that you see this person who looks like they would fit this character. That's kind of cool. It's almost like the character came to real life. <laughs> You're like, am I dreaming right now? Am I in my story right now? Or is this real life? I'm getting reality <laughs> confused. <laughs> yeah. So um, have you ever used people you know? Like like a friend, somebody I've talked to before? Yeah. Like a family a member story. or a friend. Yeah. Someone that Honestly, you know personally. No, I don't think I ever have. At least not. nothing's come into mind. Have you? Yeah, sometimes I've used, like when I read young adult books and kind of fit the age, I will kind of recall like some teenage girls that I might know and not like, oh. you know. Yeah, now, now that you mentioned it, I'm thinking of somebody, there was a girl, there was a girl that I, she was from church and she was a teenager. And that's the thing is like, I feel like for me, it's hard to find teenagers that are mature enough and like outgoing enough to start in like, it just seemed like the books that I read anyway, teenagers are very mature. And so when I, I do this teenager in my church, she did seem like a mature teenager and she was a cute girl and had a really funny personality. And so I might have, I may have used her at some point or at least pieces of her in a book. But yeah, when you said teenager, I do, that kind of sparked a memory for me. Yeah. Same with me. It's usually with when the young adults, the teenagers trying to like get a sense of that do you ever like use yourself? Like kind of have see I a version ever of yourself? Used myself? No. I don't think I ever have. Have you? I think I have. I think I've used a version in my mind. I've seen a version of, of myself. Maybe if I have I kind of relate to the character, the character, you know, being that I'm hmm. blonde hair, blue eyes, and maybe the personality kind of relate. And I've done it likewise with my husband with Sean. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll sometimes take bits and pieces of my husband. I don't necessarily like to plug the whole him into my stories because like he's mine. <laughs> I don't want to share him with anybody. But I I might put like some of his good features on another character in a book or his personality or you know something like that. Because right. I am quite attracted to my husband and so I do like having bits and pieces of him there. I know when I'm actually really loving a book, when I get to this point, I've been reading, usually, you know, I'm in a few chapters at least, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to picture this character. So then I get onto Pinterest and I start looking. So that's when I know that a book is really good is when I'm wanting to look for characters. I don't look for characters for every single book that I read. I do look for characters for books that I love. And also I feel like when I have a character on my Pinterest board, in my mind that I've seen clearly, I feel like it helps me to remember the story much better. Yeah, I agree with that. I have a question for you. So kind of going back to this, the blonde character, 
one of your favorite all-time characters is very blonde. Yes. So how do you reconcile? <laughs> My very favorite book character is blonde. Yeah. Yes. And I have, in, in connection to that question, the character is Lyman. His name is Lyman. Francis Crawford. Francis Crawford Lyman from the Lyman Chronicles. So I've had such a hard time to find my Lyman. I, I agree. I feel like he's a really hard one to fill. And I think partially because he's such a complex character, which is also why I really like him. But he has so many different and interesting facets to his, his personality, to who he is, that it's hard to capture that in just one character. We, we do have a Pinterest board that's kind of dedicated just to him. And we've put lots of pictures on there. And I feel like we haven't found the one picture that captures all of him. Um, but we found some pretty good ones, some pretty close ones. Um, but yeah, I think partially because he's such a complicated character. And in the different books, he shows different sides to him. Maybe that's why it's so hard. I agree. And also, sometimes I feel like no one's good enough to be him. Yeah, that's probably true, too. And there's other <laughs> characters of mine where I've had a hard time to pinpoint, like, yep, that's that's that character because I love that character so much it's hard for me like my Magnus it's been very hard for me to find my Magnus or like maybe I've just created him so much in my mind like I love the Magnus I created and like it doesn't exist anywhere so it's hard for me to find it because it's can't find anyway it. yeah can't find it so they've been talking about making the Lyman Chronicles that's just what I was gonna say like our <laughs> brains work the same so I know with there was word I haven't heard word about it recently but I think I know what you're gonna say I'm really nervous for them to turn that series into a movie just because I feel like I just don't know if they could actually do a good job with it yes he's a complicated character and sometimes it's hard once a TV show or movie has assigned this actor as the character, it's hard to remember back. It sort to of takes yours. over. Like that mm -hmm. happened with Twilight. Yep. With Edward. Yeah. I had my Edward in my mind and then the Edward on the movie came out and I'm like, and now he's Edward and my mom, I can't, it's really hard mm -hmm. for me to go back. To get back. So, um, I'm the same. Yeah. And usually the movies are not as good as the books. Although, I mean, there are occasionally times when the movie is better or the show is better. I never read Poldark, but I loved the series, the TV series. I thought it was really well done. And then sometimes you and I have come across a model and we'll say, we'll just pin this. This presents a really cool look. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, that's one of this one. That is what one of my boards is. One of my boards is unassigned characters. So I'm if I do come across a face, I'm I like the face. I'll put them on that board. They don't have a character yet. They're not assigned to anybody yet, but I want to remember them because they have they have such a like captivating face. There's people out there that just have one of those intriguing faces. Right. Yeah. So I'm just really curious. Maybe we need to put a a thing on our Instagram, a poll or something to see how many people actually have Pinterest boards with characters on them. Well, I'm impressed you have a friend that has that. So that gives me hope to think there's people other than you and I, because I can't imagine a lot of people that doing that. 
that are not authors. However, there's this really cool thing that I love that people have been doing. It's called these aesthetic boards. Mm -hmm. I love them so much. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah. What do you think about like the trailers? You know, some books have trailers. It's like kind of like a little movie clip. Yeah, I like those. As long as they show, don't really show the face of the character because I'm pretty much not going to like who they're going to pick out. Yeah. So just show me like objects, scenery, Mm -hmm. items, you know, you can show a hand or like non-face. Non-front. Yeah. Yeah. I like I think that's super cool too. I like it too. I'm all about the aesthetics and clips of the board and just this mood board of it. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it creates feelings or like inspiration for me to then bring into the book that I maybe was missing. I'm like, oh yeah, brings a new Mm -hmm. element, new layer to it. Kind of, like I said, brings that focus in. All right. Well, now I feel like going and reading my book because it's a pretty good book, but I haven't cast characters for it yet. So I need to go and cast some characters. Well, thanks for talking with me about this fun topic. All right. Yeah. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.